This is the Deity Podcast with your host, Nicolette Hoffman. And your host, Victoria Voges. Deity is a destination where we bridge the polarized world of health and where we have candid discussions navigating the diverse terrain of modern health science. Our goal is to empower everyone to be their own healer and to exercise their intuition in order to take their health into their own hands and live a juicy, magical life. By treating our bodies to delicious, incredible food, raising the baseline, and expanding the capacity of our nervous systems, we believe every person has the ability to move beyond all limitations and truly thrive. By tuning in, your transformation begins. Enjoy the ride. She's ready, folks. <laughs> oh, we're recording. Oh, I really am ready. <laughs> she is ready. <laughs> okay, so um, just disclaimer. I'm very high on coffee. Let me tell you what I put in my coffee. First of all, it was like stronger than normal because like I reduced the amount of water. And then I added ashwagandha, reishi, and I then I added yarrow essence, and then I added St. John's wort, and um, maybe that's it. I think those things. But anyway, I'm wired, like, in the best way, and just worked out, and I'm feeling great. How are you? I'm doing... <laughs> okay, well, also disclaimer. <laughs> I woke up and did, like, my abs routine this morning, and then I came in the kitchen, and Nicolette's making her coffee that she just described, and then... <laughs> After she has some of her coffee, she comes in. She's like, come on, we're doing butt stuff. Get your mat. Get out here. Like, here we go. Like, oh jazzed on life. Is that really what I was like? Oh, my God. It's like, how do you feel about doing butt stuff? Okay, wait, you did say it like that. But then I think once the coffee hit a little bit more, you're like, let's go. Come on. Woo. Let's go. Anyway, it's been great. Um, and just a little uh, gift to y'all, whoever joins our programs, is that Nicolette in our radiance program actually leads workouts Mm -hmm. so um yeah stay tuned for more information on that like okay I'm a total novice at this working like this like instructor thing I've been working out for years but this is just I share my personal routines that actually give me an amazing ass and arms and body and so um and it helped me get back in shape and lose 30 pounds um I put on 30 pounds during COVID which was insane but like I don't know whatever it was um it was a challenge to get back into shape and I share the workouts where um the work the workouts that helped me feel amazing so it's uh it's close to my heart yeah it's nice because it's also she's very like Pilates I don't know, style. Yeah. So that the movements, it's not like you're like, you get sweaty, don't get me wrong, but it's not like you're like dripping sweat. Like your heart rate is elevated from being so present with the movement. Mm. You know, like your heart rate is like not like hit type of workout elevated, but elevated in a way that feels really nice and actually like really nourishing for the muscles. Oh my God, thank you. Yeah, because it's all about the form and like taking your time and feeling every little bit until it hurts, which is my style. But not, like, getting overwhelmed because I don't, I don't like working out like that. Like, that's why I like Pilates because it, like, pushes my body to the point where I'm shaking, but I'm not, like, dying, sh- like, br- oh, dripping sweat and exasperated. Unless I'm taking, like, a body rock or a solid core class because those are insane. But, you know, yeah, 
My, I love I love that style. Yeah. Also, like, I feel like it's you get less injuries in that style because because you're so much more present with the movement and your body. Like, you're not just doing the movement to like get reps in to like get your heart rate elevated. You're doing the movement to isolate and not even isolate a muscle, but like really focus on like what you're doing like if you are doing a leg lift like you there's so many pieces of like pulling your core in not dumping in your lower back like and you can really easily do them super quickly and be doing your form like that could lead to injury that could lead to injury because you lose composure and you're kind of like splailing and like flailing all over the place which is actually really similar to living energetically splayed out and out right. of composure. Like when we contain ourselves and when we have composure in any sort of situation, like we're going to have a lot better results because we're not going to like act out of um, like emotions and um, things that could potentially cause a lot of trouble down the road, you know, or we can like stop to think wait, 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 am I doing this, uh, like, in a way that's going to be beneficial for me and not cause injury to my future? <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. I know. So I, that's parallels. why I love Pilates so much because it really is, yeah, it's such a parallel between yeah. our physical body and then our mental state. Oh, my goodness. When I found Pilates, which just kind of goes into what we're going to talk about today, I had severely injured myself. Not severely. I had injured myself. Mm. Like, worse than I ever had in my whole life and Pilates was actually what like got me back into trusting my body again and like trusting like my mobility and that I like could move Mm. and um because for me that was like a rock bottom when I injured myself which is what we're talking about today is uh hitting rock bottom whoa (laughs) yeah Um, don't hit rock bottom yes Unless you absolutely need to. There's a paradox here. So (laughs) diving into it, we have noticed in our work with individuals who experience ailments of varying degrees, um, from physical to mental, emotional, and from like minor ailments to more severe ailments. And the theme that we often see in people and in myself as well is that we have this need for the intensity to wake us up like Mm. we need to wait until something within our body gets so exacerbated or extreme that we have no choice but to listen and while there's a wisdom to that like it does not have to be the reality like we do not have to wait until we are so like shook up by our ailments and that we are desperate for relief in some way or healing in some way Mm. to wait and turn towards like a healing path or really the healing path to me is just it's not really about like curing anything that Mm. happens too but the healing path is turning back into yourself coming back home and being like what does my body need how have I been living out of alignment how am I pushing myself too hard how am I not pushing myself enough Mm -hmm. like so what I see is people just waiting until they have cancer or have a chronic illness or they don't listen to the more subtle energy. And that's partly because, one, they don't know how. Mm. And that also is partly because, one, they think it'll just go away or that they don't need to deal with it. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm like tripping out because this is such a, a big example, like a huge red flag of... um like not accepting responsibility in our lives. Oh yeah. Where it's like, oh no, I'm going to wait until it's su- it's such a big thing where it's not just a subtle 
symptom that I can feel um, without anyone telling me, but like where I could see it in my physical side, like I can see it in my face or like, or, like I can't get out of bed because my back is like so it hurts so bad that I literally can't move. Right. And then guess what? I'm still not going to accept responsibility. I'm going to go to a fucking doctor, which I'm sa- we all need to go to the doctor. That's not what I'm saying. But where I can go to a doctor and then they tell me what to do. And they, like, it's like giving our yeah. power away and yeah. giving our responsibility to someone or passing our responsibility uh, externally instead of really accepting responsibility earlier on. And, um, yeah, saying, like, I need to make some shifts in my life. I need to change and I need to heal. Um, because if we took responsibility early on, we wouldn't need to go to the extremes. Okay, yeah, we go to the doctor, but we're kind of like, doctor, what can I do? Instead mm-hmm. of like, doctor, fix me. I'm, I'm broken. You know? Yeah, I mean, sense? ding dong. I think you just nailed the whole theme around what most people experience health to be. Is mm-hmm. like, there is no self-responsibility in at least the Western world, there's very little in our health. And we know. And we know. Everyone knows when something's off. Right, because you can feel it. You can feel it in your energy or even, like, you know, depending on who you are, symptoms can come up really, ailments can come up really quickly, and they also Mm -hmm. can come up really slowly. It Mm -hmm. really depends on what your relationship to your body is, I have found. Sometimes... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that sometimes, like, I'll have something happen like in my relationships and it like will manifest in my physical body the next day and Mm -hmm. sometimes it takes months Mm -hmm. so it really like Mm -hmm. it really depends on who you are but I think there is a piece of of listening that we just don't really cultivate right and I would suggest to anyone just like on a personal basis of my own experience I think the first symptom that we can really tune into that is indicating like something's off is our will to live. Like our lust for life, our vitality, like our our drive to live. If you're waking up every day and you are like, your will to live is a little bit less than normal or, you know, different than usual. Or if that's just your baseline and you don't have like the desire to do something and, you know, like share yourself and if your lust for life is down that is a huge sign that something is off and incredibly out of balance it needs to be shifted before it manifests into physical disease Mm. and um yeah like i hated school absolutely despised it because um you know i never did my homework i might i had no one checking in to making sure like to make sure that i was up to date on any projects or studying for tests and everything and um i felt like teachers treated me like shit most of them because um i don't know you know mm-hmm. i was like a little rebel <laughs> and, I, and i and i didn't do my homework but i was really really smart and i i am smart but um anyway i just i didn't like school i didn't like that setting and um I hated getting out of bed in the morning. Like, I never wanted to get up and go to school. And, okay, a lot of people don't want to do that. But if I were happy and I were, like, thinking back on it, I was like, if I, I don't know, thought of life in a different way at the time or 
um, went to a different school or like had a sort of support that I needed, then I could probably see it as like a tool and wake up like really happy and, and um, excited to go to school. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But um, it totally manifested as stomach aches. Like I had chronic stomach aches in high school and um, I like would shit blood sometimes. I know, sorry, TMI, but like it's like something was really severely off and it was directly around the time when I really, really didn't like where my life was or I didn't even know that I wasn't allowed to not like life or like, you know, like mm-hmm. my surroundings because it just was what it was. Um, it was kind of like I didn't feel like I had any control over my circumstances or anything. And um, anyway, I it totally manifested as Crohn's disease by the time I was like 19, 20. I had super bad depression, ADHD. Like who knows if I were, if I had spoken up or said something or had addressed that, um, that situation where, you know, like that super down situation that uh, maybe that wouldn't have manifested into that. Hmm. And maybe I was like too proud to ask for help or... You just probably um, express didn't know myself. How. I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> as like, I mean, I didn't even know that I felt like this until like years later, like right. more recently in the last few years, like really exploring that part of my life because I think that that part of my life was um, uh, it manifested in physical ailments, but it also uh, created a lot of blockages in my life, and so I've like more recently been assessing the root of all that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Oh my god. Of course. Yeah, it's, um, this goes into, like, the way the body works and communicates. It's, like, normally it starts off energy. Like, everything is energy. Mm -hmm. Just, like, the difference between subtle energy and physical energy is just, like, our ability to perceive it as humans. Mm -hmm. So, like, where you say, like, I think most people know what we mean when we say, oh, you wake up and your energy is just not how it usually is, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you can't really measure that because it's so unique to you, but right. like you can measure that because you know how you felt yesterday and now you know how you feel today. Right. So, and the more attuned you are to your body and the differences in your sensation that you experience, the more you'll notice like I something's just slightly off, the more sensitive you'll become, which is actually a superpower, even though sometimes it can also make you a little crazy. Blessing but- <laughs> and a curse. But like... Like Nicolette said, like she woke up and she just like didn't have like the energy and then that <laughs> eventually manifested into stomach aches. Like when we can't listen to the energy, the subtle energy being off, the body is not just going to be like, oh, okay, well she didn't hear me so we're just going to go back to normal. Like it's like, it's okay, let me, if, let me get a little louder. Let me see if you listen to the stomach aches. Okay, let me see. You're not listening to the stomach aches. Okay, let me see if you're listening to you shitting blood. Are you <laughs> like, are you listening now? Something is not okay. And so the body is so intelligent in that way. You're not being punished by your body. You're not being punished by some higher power. Like, it is the body literally communicating to you, please pay attention. Something is not okay here, and it needs to be fixed. It's not scary. It doesn't need to be fearful, even though it can be. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, you go into a doctor's office, you get diagnosed with cancer, like, yeah, that might come with so much grief. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I know people um, in my family immediately who have had cancer, and I know how scary that is. Like mm-hmm. for your loved ones, for yourself, like terrifying. Mm-hmm. But it also 
doesn't need to be as scary as the Western world has made it out to be because it's really just your body saying, hey, we're not good here. Right. We need to change. Right. And if you can see it as that, there is so much opportunity for you coming back home and living a life of like just pure love with yourself and your body. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's a journey, but it's one worth, it's like the only one worth taking. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That is so empowering. Um, thinking of things like that, like, okay, yes, it could be scary because that's what we've been conditioned to think. It's like scary diagnosis. You go to the doctor, doctor puts you on drugs or gives you like a painful, uh, operation or something or treatment, uh, you know, there's going to be suffering involved when it's like, actually, if, I can listen to these signals before that even happens and make changes, then I can actually listen to my body before it gets so bad that it's out of control and then it becomes a scary situation. It's like, my body is my body. Of course, I'm going to be the only one who can like truly understand it the best. Mm -hmm. Amen. So it's like, that's so empowering. It's like, okay. I have these signals. I'm getting chronic stomach aches, like stomach migraines, whatever they're called, (laughs) the doctor calls them. But like, if I can listen to that, then I can actually like take a few steps back to be like, when do I start to experience these? Oh yeah, it's in the morning before I have to get up and go to school. Okay, so it's probably tied to me not wanting to go to school because I'm really unhappy. Okay, and I'm starting to get a stomach ache thinking about it. Okay, so it's directly tied. And maybe I need to... um, speak up and and or talk to my school counselor or something and try to figure out ways where school can be a a happier place for me maybe I need a little bit of help okay so yes this is another example for like school kids but anyway it could be applied to like any any part of your life like um asking for help um is so amazing and I a lot of times forget that that's an option and I've been totally embracing it now I think I've talked about that before but um it's so empowering. It's like, okay, let's uh let's just tune in a little bit and then we can help our body like live in alignment before things get out of control. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that was all like rock bottom stuff. Like, mm-hmm. right? This is all like you've hit rock bottom, right? So Oh yeah. You don't have we none of us have to wait until we get to that point. And how we do that is we start listening to our own bodies. Mm-hmm. Like We don't wait until it's extreme. We actually honor ourselves enough to when we kind of feel like a little unhappy Mm. or just like sluggish or that maybe there's a couple bumps on our skin. Like we start wondering then. We start examining our lives then. Mm -hmm. Not when it's a full-blown rash. Not when it's, you know shitting out of our ass blood out of (laughs) our our ass like we wait when something is like I'm feeling uncomfortable now yeah and and then we start listening then and we start changing then and that's and I totally get it because we are all so addicted to the extreme like Mm -hmm. we're so addicted to that like desperation like it's such a high sensation and we actually are not being with the subtle thing changing when it's actually not dire is so much harder to be with Mm. for us as humans because in our world we have become desensitized and we need the high the high hit 
mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. But so we're all addicted to something. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's just high sensation within the body. And if we can start to just listen and not need it to be so extreme, mm-hmm. you can change your life right. when it's just like, oh, for example, I, and I know Nicolette has too, like we were feeling not necessarily day today. I actually feel great. Yeah. But earlier this week, like we were feeling like, like we got hit by a bus. <laughs> like, yeah. like energetically, we were like, what is happening? Yeah. And so I'm not saying that everyone does this, but we look at like, okay, what are the energies on earth? Are there solar flares going on? Like we look at everything, like how are we eating? Like, are we getting enough sleep? So we mm-hmm. examine these things so that we're prepared that if this continues, we know what to shift. We started to go to, go to bed earlier to see if it was like that. You know, we got in bed at like nine versus 11, you know? So it's making small changes right when you notice that something's off and you start to become aware of like what you're engaging in, what you're eating, what's going on in the mm-hmm. environment. Like, mm-hmm. okay, there's also a lot happening energetically in the world right now and it's heavily being um you know used by the media right now so like that's also a factor like we are energetic beings it is foolish to think that we are not affected by the things that we're viewing on social media or on the news like oh yeah heavily affected by that energetically yeah Okay, and not to be like I'm gonna de um what's the word demystify this I think about this every fucking day. The When we look out the window, like I'm looking out the window right now, it's so beautiful. It looks like there's all this like big, wide open space. Guess what? It's not space. It's <laughs> full of particles. It's full of frequencies. It's full of little bugs. There's a whole other world out there. And there is literally information floating through the air. How the fuck do you think Wi-Fi works? How do you think our cell phones work? How do you think satellites work? Like... This is an ether. It's not really space. It's like another plane of a whole other existence that we can't physically see, but is absolutely real and tangible and harnessable. And that's how we're able to live in this 21st century with all these amazing inventions and all these AI bots and like all the shit. It's we're being bombarded at all times. And um, yeah, back to that point of like moving to New York. I can actually feel in my face, like, my skin breaking out. Like, I, living in Mexico, my skin was superb. It was beautiful and amazing, although, like, dry and getting wrinkly, but I didn't break out. And then coming here, and I'm eating better here, like, a lot cleaner, um, my skin is, like, breaking out, and uh, it's like, okay, what can I do to... um, take care of my body with things out of my control, like energetic pollution. Uh, I've been taking yarrow consistently every day and taking my herbs and my adaptogens every day because like, there's no other option. It's like if I'm choosing to live in this way and this place, which is amazing and beautiful, um, I can support my body in different ways and try different things, um, meditate three times a day, which is basically what I'm doing now. And... Um, it's actually been helping. I feel amazing today. But I've also uh, been having sex, which is <laughs> Woo! probably we helping too. We were totally talking about when you get the sex glow. Like when yeah. you've been consistently having sex and it's just like you're, like everything is coming into place in your body. Yeah, yeah. So like a little bit of all of that, you know, just 
feeling great. I just needed to get laid. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> she she gets it though. Yeah, I was gonna say she probably understands. She gets Hello. it all the way. <laughs> yeah. Um I love what you mentioned about like the particles and frequencies going everywhere through the air because while we can't see it to the human eye, like it exists, which is like it exists, it's harnessable, yes. it's tangible. Yes, which is also really what's awesome about being alive right now is that all of the things that were once thought and are still thought to be like out there mm-hmm. spiritually or energetically are now being like physically proven and measurable by science which is like really cool and I'm not someone who needs science in order to Mm -hmm. believe it because I can just feel things Mm -hmm. but I know that there's a lot of people out there who are and I think that's really cool like for example we it's kind of like you have a bacteria in your body like Mm -hmm. before we were able to have a microscope could you fucking see that bacteria no There would be, there is no way for you to measurably know Mm -hmm. that there was a bacteria within you. But it's there. But it's there. Oh, maybe one day we'll be able to have like these goggles that we put on. Like Google Glass. (laughs) (laughs) And you can literally see frequencies going through the air. We can be like, totally. Ah, A solar flare. (laughs) And then we'll be cats because we'll actually know what they see. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. You guys, look. Yeah, we might have a ghost. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. wait. (laughs) I was in the bathroom last night, and uh, I didn't close the door all the way. It was, like, left ajar a little bit. And uh, no one had walked by the door. The cats were not by the door. The door and our windows were all closed. The door was like, like someone had actually pushed it with a force, and I could, like, feel someone standing outside there. So I thought it was Tori, and uh, it wasn't. There was there was no one there. Like, I, I peeked out, and I was like, who slammed the door on me? Like, who pushed the door closed? But it wasn't even a slam. It wasn't, like, a wind slam. It was, like, someone, like, that's all I could feel. It was, like, someone, like, Force. literally pushing it, yeah. and I could feel a person there. So, yeah. There's so a weird. Here. We live in an old building. We should, like, do research on this building. Totally. Yeah, she came out, and it could, like, you could clearly see that she, like, felt something, and I was just like, no, like, I've been <laughs> truly sitting on this guy. I mean, I was literally like, why did you guys close the door on me like yeah. that? Like, it was, like, so weird. Like, were, are you offended that I, like, peed with the door open a little and bit? And we were like, we did not. We've been just And they were just, here. like, sitting there, and I was like, you guys. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. We have a ghost. We got a ghost. Google Glass, get on it. Come on. Maybe, Shout out Google. Maybe that could be our real invention after the Deity app. We could um we could start raising funding around this. Like frequency I'm, goggles. That'd be really cool. Or maybe we could we sell are calling it. We some... could sell it to the government. Yeah. <laughs> really frequency really goggles. make billions. <laughs> Napoleon Hill would be so proud. So proud of us. <laughs> Shout out Napoleon. Woo. Love you. Yeah. So don't hit rock bottom. More or of the story. okay, and here's the paradox. Mm-hmm. Is that I also want to say from experience that if you need to hit rock bottom, Mm -hmm. if you need that catastrophic wake up call, Mm -hmm. I also honor that. Like, oh, I had to. I did. No, so did I. I had to in order to discover my gift and share it. Yeah. Like if I didn't go through that really rough time, then... I would have no idea that I was, like, uh, into this, like, healing world and had, in, like, a strong intuition and uh, had a talent with cooking and all this stuff, you know? So 
uh, or have the or discovered that I had such a passion about it. Totally. And, um, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just so passionate. No, I, <laughs> and this is where I can't truthfully like say no one hit rock bottom because I know how much learning there is for each of us at our lowest point. And in mm. fact, most of the time, that is actually where, like Nicolette said, you discover the gold within you. Mm. It's because they're so dark down there that mm. you're finally like, okay, like I'm gonna, I can't go on this way and I'm gonna live differently and mm. actually like journey within myself and see what the fuck is inside here. Yeah. So... I see both. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that has to be our way. Like, I don't think we need to wait until we get a death sentence or a chronic disease. But I also recognize that if that is what we need to do, mm-hmm. there is such deep wisdom there. Oh, my God. So, yes. You know so what they call that? A soul, re- like, it's like soul retrieval. A soul's gold. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's like soul's gold. I yeah, love that. It's called soul's gold. It's like when you're in the depths of despair... And there's something in you that's just like holding on and it's like, okay, we got this. Then that positivity, you start to like kind of hold, you're like holding on to that. And then all these feelings of despair and agony and darkness are like alchemized and transformed into this beautiful gold, like Mm -hmm. under the pressure. And um, yeah, it creates like a a solid fucking human soul (laughs) and wisdom. So in some ways, I'm actually also like pro rock bottom. (laughs) All right, we're like kind of pro rock bottom, but also if you don't have to go there, there is an option for you to like catch it. Like maybe your rock bottom, you could raise your rock bottom. Maybe that's what it is. Like maybe you don't have to go all the way to the bottom because we know and we've seen with friends who've passed away and... Um, people we really fucking love that they let it go really, really far. Yeah. And what I would also say about, here's where there's such like a nuance about healing is that I, no one knows what your soul's journey is. Like, hell, like, I don't even know what my soul's journey is. You know, like, I don't know what is going to, Nikola just got chills. I got the chills (laughs) thinking about my friend who died. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. Um... Mm. no none of us know what our soul's journey is so like I can't say that even if you say you get a death sentence you like you have six months to live or or whatever it is if you turn inwards you still might not survive however the difference is that you could find and encounter and experience wholeness within yourself Mm -hmm. and it still might be your path to pass like, it very well still might be your path to, to die and, like, leave this plane. Wow. So wholeness and healing is not about curing anything. It's mm-hmm. really about no matter what your experience is externally is that you're holding yourself and you recognize that no matter if you don't have an arm or you have cancer that is terminal, that you are still whole. Mm-hmm. And you, in fact, like, bring all the pieces of yourself and your soul back together to embody this human self and you still might pass on mm. but there's like such a deep beauty i mean we, we are gonna pass on exactly no matter what <laughs> we are gonna pass on <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying even if you do turn in words mm-hmm. like you it still might be a catastrophic ailment mm-hmm. or it might be a really long hard road and that's where you get to make peace with your journey and your experience 
Amen. Anyways, hit rock bottom or don't hit rock bottom. Raise your rock bottom. You know what? Whatever bottom you choose, we're here for you. We are. That's what that's what we're trying to say. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's great. All right, folks. Love you. Love you. Have a great one.